0: Welcome, y'all, to Solid Ground Breakdown. This is uh, something that we've been kind of wanting to, to start up here is, you know, have another conversation or a continuation of the Solid Ground messages and, and uh, you know, do a little bit of deeper dive into some of the main points. So we're going to do this every week, and we'll have rotating guests. So today we've got Paul Sutton and Becca Sutton here, and we wanted to jump into uh, John Ten um and verse nine you know the about the lord being the door i was really interested when we had gone over that verse because i typically don't consider the lord being a door y'all know what i mean (laughs) yeah i don't consider the lord being an inanimate object much less a door but he says if anyone enters through me he shall be saved. So I kind of wanted to open that up and expand. What are y'all's thoughts on on us entering through the Lord as a door?
1: I think the first thing that comes to mind in a door is that, I don't know, you have to to approach the door to go through it. I know it sounds really dumb and simple, but I feel like the Lord is a door. He's like an opening into so many things. But it's like, if you don't, approach mm-hmm. the door or if you don't come forward to the door then all of the things that are behind the door are like either hidden or locked to you and i feel mm-hmm. like so many times we try to find peace and joy and rest and security and comfort in so many other things um, that we come forward to whether it be netflix yeah. or social media or food or you know whatever yeah. it is we try to find those things and so many other things but Anyway, so I just, something that just popped into my head, That's stuck true. out, was that a door, you have to, <laughs> practically speaking, you have to come to it in order to get to the things that are behind it. So it's like, we have right. to come to Jesus.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. yeah and
0: there's an interaction that takes place with a door. Because mm-hmm. a, a, a door is not,
2: yeah.
0: an opening and a door aren't the same thing. A door is somewhat of a filter, isn't it? That uh, Yeah, it's true. There has to be an interaction yeah. with the door in order to pass through. It's not just a, a hole in the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, the things that I'm, I'm considering is like, yeah, we actually have to have some kind of interaction with the Lord before we pass through and engage with the things on the other side.
2: Yeah. I liked um, from the message that um, with the door, it involves two things that like, yeah. it involves exiting from wherever mm-hmm. you are into another place. So it's an exit and it's an entrance at the same time. So, and I also like what Paul just said about how you have to approach a door and you have to enter through it. There's like a choice you have to make in a direction that you have to go. So whenever we choose in our daily life to approach the Lord and spend real, genuine, intimate time with him, then we get to exit out of everything else. And our day, out of our anxieties or circumstances or whatever it is that we're struggling with and enter into him as our pasture, as our joy and our peace and our rest and all of the things that we want, but we look for, like Paul said, in other places, Um, like in whatever it is, that's occupying our time, but really the reality of all those things are in Christ. And so he's an exit out of all of the, Mm -hmm. all of the false things that we look for our joy in right. our peace and our rest yeah. and into the reality i've got somehow.
1: a qu- i've got a question for you guys um like we're talking about breaking it down i was wondering if you guys could break it down just super practical like what are some things you guys do to come to christ as your door in your day-to-day life like what is that what does that look like for yeah. you guys
0: yeah so for me for me uh, I... interacting with christ as the door that's making a definite decision to face you know turn my face and address Christ in the sense of um, turning around from other things and coming to the Lord and even seeking seeking to mm-hmm. to step away as you mentioned exiting so practically I uh, like to shut shut out other things, you know, if I'm going to come to the Bible or come to prayer, I like to place myself in an environment where all those things behind me or on the, you know, these periphery things that are, are not going to interfere or distract me from enjoying and uh, talking to the Lord and coming to him.
2: Um, recently, practically for me, I think there's three different things that I've been enjoying a lot. That is, Mm-hmm. uh reading my bible a little bit more um personal prayer and also like um personal worship yeah. session, sessions like just singing um sitting down and singing and praising the lord by myself um those three things i think practically yeah yeah through
0: three I- is the door awesome
1: yeah i feel like i feel like worship is a great way to mm-hmm. kind of For sure. Whatever.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, Mm kind
0: of switching gears, I wanted to jump over to uh, verse 27. um, About my sheep hearing my voice, and I know them, and they follow Mm -hmm. me. Um, There seems to be this. There's three Mm
2: -hmm.
0: main verbs here. There's the hearing, the knowing, and the following. So in y'all's experience, what does that look like? Um, I think it actually looks
2: a lot like what was described in the message. Like um, you start with hearing and the Mm -hmm. main way that God speaks to us is through his word, through the Bible. Um, And so we have to spend time reading the word to start to hear his voice Um, and also then to know his voice. Um, Like in different situations in our lives, I think a lot of us have this experience where we um, different like, different verses or parts of the word that have touched you before, like come back up in your heart and in your thoughts. And that's like God speaking to us. And I think that's a little sign mm-hmm. that we've come to know his voice a little bit, um, because it's coming to us in our, in our daily situations, yeah. not when you're just sitting, reading the Bible. Um, and then we have the, the follow, but we can't, um, we can't follow the Lord's voice if we don't first hear it and know it, then you don't, right, right. you don't have anything to follow, you know?
1: Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I can definitely echo that. Cause when I got to college, I hadn't, I mean, I grew up as a Christian, but I hadn't really read the Bible consistently. And so my first year reading the Bible was, it was cool. Mm-hmm. And um, going to solid ground, my second year was awesome. And then eventually, I don't know. I felt like, I feel like I could, maybe this sounds weird, but I felt like I could kind of start to understand the Lord a little better. Um, yeah. As a kid or, or even in mm-hmm. high school, you know, I there was always mm-hmm. that small, quiet voice sometimes just saying like, no, don't do that. No, don't say that. And, you know, I sometimes I would obey or whatever, and I realized that that was the Lord, but that was my experience of hearing the Lord's voice wasn't much more than that, but Eventually, after reading the word and spending time in fellowship more and more, I felt like the Lord, I was able to hear the Lord speaking in my life in yeah. more and more instances. Um, that makes sense. It would happen more often yeah. during the day. Um, mm. And then I'd be able to kind of enter into a more consistent relationship with the Lord rather than him just showing up. As a guardian angel to rescue me from doing something really stupid, it's more like, <laughs> uh, "Why don't you talk to this person or say hi to this person or yeah. uh, whatever it is?"
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And anyway, but there was this one big decision yeah. that happened that I don't think would have happened if I hadn't been spending that time with Christian the Tech in the Word. Yeah, and uh, that's when I was when I was playing basketball for a short amount of time sure. at Lubbock Christian. And uh, anyways, I was really in a good way with the Lord and I felt like he had told me that I had had my time playing and that it was time to give it up. And uh, I don't think that that just happened all of a Mm -hmm. sudden. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like a voice that came from heaven. It was kind of a result of that ongoing process of putting myself in situations to continuously hear the Lord's voice so much so that when it was time Give it up, then. Yeah, uh, it was very clear. It was very clear to me. And uh, anyways, looking back, that was the right time and the right decision from the Lord. Yeah. So, anyway mm-hmm. so our so we shouldn't discount mm-hmm. our hearing of the Lord's voice in the Word on a day to day basis because we never know when that will really benefit us and being able to follow the Lord in a clear and definite way yeah. when it comes to
0: like bigger decisions, right? Right, that was. I really like that. Um, our sure. hearing his voice and knowing his voice and following this order is is so valuable because I feel like so many times when we hear the Lord's voice, it's it's like a we hear it and then we do something about it and then that's kind of the end of it. But there's really so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Like we're not the Lord isn't isn't speaking to us just to get a result like he's not just looking to merely complete an arbitrary task you know like that's not that's not what he's interested in um not just robotic mm-hmm.
2: uh,
0: task doers of the lord but knowing the lord's voice is not just you know, recognizing it mm-hmm. but putting it into the context of his plan like yeah Whenever whenever the Lord is telling us something, we realize that God has a, a very a very particular purpose and plan and uh, even why he's given us something is so that we can jump in and interact and, and and function according to what that plan is, not just we're not just a chess piece. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Brings yeah. it back to the example of the player in a sports sports game, like the players and the coach both reap the benefits and of the success of the team. Right. They're both stakeholders, if you will. They just have different roles. And in the same way, we and sure. the Lord, we're both also stakeholders in the plan, yeah. in God's plan, which means that we also will benefit from the fulfillment mm-hmm. of his plan. So I like what Jared said, that we're not just mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, robots just doing it will and have no benefit of the outcome of what we
0: do absolutely absolutely well hey it looks like we're running out of time here but this is so awesome i am really looking forward into diving into these these messages Mm -hmm. more and kind of having a a more firm understanding and Mm -hmm. enjoyment so we'll see y'all next time on a solid ground breakdown